This short is brought to you by Lens Protocol. I don't know if you guys have any thoughts around like what the future of digital advertising even looks like, or if you guys are on the boat that it's going to completely disappear. Oh, it definitely won't completely disappear. It's going to be revolutionized as well. And I think, like you said, well, the one amazing thing about Web3 is that like it, there's on-chain data uh, allows a deeper level of understanding and also connection. Uh, with with people. And so I think that what we're going to see is a much smarter form of advertisement, a much more genuine and authentic form of advertisement um, that can actually be channeled into the places where it will be most impactful. I mean, like, when if you think about it this way, like, like, the like web, web three media tokenized media is all about super serving communities. It's all about mm-hmm. understanding that not everybody needs the same things. Um, and, and we're not under no assumptions that, for example, our community at NFT now are all going to need the same thing. So like we have, for example, we know that we have a lot of creators in our in our community, um, artists who are quite successful, also artists who are, or photographers or, or or the like or, or poets. You know, there's so many different uh, creative elements now uh, who are looking to get into Web3 and looking to succeed. Um, th- you know, they, they're going to be looking for different things than, for example, builders in the space, people who have projects, people who are launching protocols, etc. Um, then you've also got. Uh, the collectors in the space, the people who are trading or, you know, moving it more from like an art side of investment and collecting. And then we've also got the brands who are looking to enter the space, too. And all of these different segments have different creative and consumer priorities. And that's actually a good thing. That's actually a thing that that I think will help uh, tokenize media platforms uh, differentiate between these audiences and help create opportunities for each of these audiences and these different communities rather than painting everybody with the same broad brushstroke of of web two i think like that's what we see find so objectionable about, about web two uh, uh media and programmatic advertisement is that it makes no distinction between audiences so like you know to, you know let's be real a bot in vietnam that happened to like like you know come across your page is treated the same as you know the ceo of of a leading uh mm. nft marketplace and these are two very different value propositions at play and that's why, like, if you think about it, there's actually a ton of value, like Sam said, in sometimes smaller, more niche audiences and communities that that contain really high value users for whatever that media platform is looking for and potentially advertisers that can go along with that. So it's not necessarily that like advertisement is the enemy. Advertisement is a natural part of just of you know, human, human marketplaces and commerce. It's been going on for, for, for centuries. What I think was really objectionable is the algorithmic game that, that specifically programmatic advertisement created, mm-hmm. um, which was entirely indiscriminate, boiled everyone down to one metric traffic and created perverse incentives for media companies to actually throw all other concerns and all other priorities to the, to the, to the wayside in order to prioritize that. And that's why we found ourselves in the place where we are, where, you know, there, where people have lost trust in media because of clickbait headlines, where people are, are creating content simply to, to surface on the Google algorithm to get the clicks to satisfy the advertisers versus actually thinking, how can this piece of content uh, actually create value for the community at play? And, and I'll even give an example, Adam. Um, we, you know, at NFT Now, we've done some partnered content. And we hold it to an incredibly high standard. We said no to almost everyone during our first year. The, f- the first people we said yes to uh, were Coinbase and United Masters. And we did a partnered content campaign with them around the top music NFT moments of, of the year. Now, now that piece is up all time. And what was really critical there was 
we we knew that we could that we had so many people in the music NFT ecosystem that were coming to our our to are coming to our site that were coming through our funnel. And we did an incredibly credible piece of content that we would have already wanted to cover no matter what. Like we would have done, we would have wanted to do music NFT moments anyway. Um, and we did not in any way like compromise editorial credibility around that. And it was such a great piece of content that Coinbase United Masters wanted to put their name on it. And that was a win-win for everyone because not only did it drive revenue for us, it drove awareness for them. And it did so in a really credible way where it was actually really targeted towards users that would actually care. And that would actually, that would actually, like, that would actually make an impact in. And so it's just one example, but I just want to give an example and, and make it clear that, like, we're not saying that all advertisement is going to go out the window. Right. Quite the contrary. I just think it's going to be able to be done in a much more empathetic, smart, uh, and on chain way. I completely agree. The way I think about ads at the podcast is I give out free NFTs to my listeners, people collect them every single season. And then from there, in turn, I know who my audience is and I could surface them better content and better forms of monetization that are interest aligned. An example is noticing that a lot of my community is native to Zora, bringing people from Zora onto the podcast, surfacing content that they already enjoy, and seeing an increase in downloads accordingly. Uh, noticing that a lot of my community creates like lens derivatives or nouns derivatives, trying to bring people as sponsors from, from those communities onto the podcast, offering deals and services that pertain to those communities and those brands, and everybody wins. Because you know who these people are, from a high level perspective in their activity on chain, you can derive really cool insights and deliver more thoughtful actions accordingly. So I completely agree with that. What's up guys. Thank you for listening. If you've gotten this far, then you are a champ and I owe you a free listener pin. Go to adamlevy.io forward slash NFT, fill in your info, and I'll distribute the NFT towards the end of the season. By collecting your pin, you prove your contribution to the season and get exclusive access to content, allow lists, and more. So be sure to collect yours. Also, please make sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. This helps me out so much. And finally, hit me up on Twitter at LevyChain. I want to hear what you're building, the latest crowdfund you're trying to complete, or if you simply want to chat. I love talking about where crypto meets the creator economy, and it's no different if it's coming from you directly. So thanks again for your support. It means the world, and I'll see you on the next episode.